For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. And this is episode 70 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition. I'm Taylor Phillips. Pretty soon I'll uh, be looking for some sponsors for my podcast. Quick special announcement there. Um, tonight we're going to recap the Tigers easily beating the Marlins 10-3. to And we're going to talk about a very, very special, important piece of news. Detroit Sports 105.1 is flipping format, has flipped formats to oldies. But first, uh, Tigers whoop the Marlins 10 to 3. They easily sweep the two-game series at Comerica Park to to end their nine-game homestand. They scored four runs in the first inning. Two more in the second. And Daniel Norris uh, got his first win. A better outing six days ago. A, a better outing uh, today than, than he did six six days ago in his uh, season debut. Tigers comes out to to an eight to two lead after five innings. They and they would not look back. They only allowed one run in the seventh inning. And and they would add then they would add two more in the eighth inning. They, they scored one in the second. The Marlins scored two in the two in the second inning and one in the seventh. The Tigers four in the first, one in the second, one in the fourth, two in the fifth, and two in the eighth. Uh, Miguel Cabrera and Jared Salsalamakia each had th- each uh, cashed in with three hits. Victor Martinez, Cameron Maven, and Ian Kinsler each with two hits, and Nick Castellanos, Justin Upton, and Stephen Moya with one hit each. Daniel Norris went five innings, five innings uh, flat, only gave up two earned runs on eight hits. One walk and eight strikeouts. 
His ERA is now 409. Alex Wilson, um, didn't do too great. He, he went an inning in two thirds, um, gave up one earned run on four hits, struck out three. But uh, Kyle Ryan finished that seventh thing. and retired three in a row before allowing two straight singles to put runners on the corners with two out, and then he struck out the struck out the next guy to to end the to end the, eighth, the to end the top of the eighth inning. And then Anibal Sanchez pitched a one, two, three, ninth inning to, to end it. Well, um, the, the Tigers uh, had an easy opponent in that two-game series. Just to be honest with you, uh, it wasn't much of a challenge for them. Tigers improved to 40 and 38. Marlins dropped to 41 and 37. Now they're headed to uh, Tampa Bay. St. Petersburg and play the Tampa Bay Rays in a four-game series. At seven ten, I believe Michael Fulmer will be pitching that game. Uh, last night, Mike Pelfrey. Started on started on the mound and gave up gave up four runs and gave up twelve hits and and the Tigers uh, offense didn't score until the fifth inning when they dropped a seventh spot in the fifth inning. Lewis, hmm. a seventh spot. Yep, and and they managed to hold on for a seven four win last night. And Mike Pelfrey got his second win of the season. Well, good. Mm hmm. See, it's June 30th. Uh, Jordan Zimmerman gets the start tomorrow, not Michael Fulmer. See who starts tomorrow here. Uh, Zimmerman versus Odorizzi. Jake Odorizzi. Odorizzi is 3-3 with a 3.93 ERA. Zimmerman is 9-4 with a 3.81 ERA. He has uh, been taking a beating 
as of late. He uh, gave up seven runs last Friday night at home against the Cleveland Indians. Then Michael Fulmer starts on Friday at 7:10 against former Tigers pitcher Drew Smiley, who is two and eight with a 5.32 ERA. Michael Fulmer, seven uh, coming off uh, dizziness, didn't, which uh, robbed him of a win, which was the only obstacle that robbed him of a win. Still stays at seven and two. His ERA is still 2.40. After allowing only one run, because the bullpen was done, who has done a much because the bullpen, which has done a much better job, bailed him out last week. Then on Saturday at four ten, Justin Verlander versus Ian Snell. Verlander seven and six with a four thirty ERA. Snell one and two, three uh, Blake Snell rather not Ian Blake Snell one and two with a three forty three fifty four ERA. And then at one ten Mike Pelfrey two and seven five zero two ERA. Chris Archer four eleven and with a four seventy six ERA. That could be a slugfest as we see it. Both both Pelfrey and Archer have both taken a beating. Obviously, especially Chris Archer. Now, um, did you get a chance to? Uh, uh, well, while you had some time to uh, now, Lewis, while you had some time to uh, read um, read the first two articles that I messaged you on Facebook. Right. Uh, I I actually, I actually uh, messaged you a third and new article about the demise about the, the new um, Detroit Sports 105.1. Um, let me see here. What was the word? I, what was the word that Jeff Moss uh, headline here? Uh, August 12, 2013 to June 29, 2016. Hmm. The obituary. The obituary. The obituary. Yep. Yep, the obituary. Hmm. Uh, he, He wrote it down only in the group, but it wasn't it wasn't he- that word wasn't headline. No. But it was written by Jeff Moss, the founder, creator, and chief editor of the Detroit Sports Rag. Um that cuz uh, we've been hearing that we heard earlier tonight that uh, Detroit Sports 105.1 flipped formats from Sports Talk to Oldies yes. at 6 p.m. Yes, I read, I read the article and I heard the other reports uh, tonight, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could be worse, though. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be a you can make it into a hip hop station. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> See, I told you it could be worse. Or elevator music. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's See, even so worse than hip. That's I even mean, worse. Worse than hip. That's even worse than hip hop. See music. what I mean? So it could. So it could be worse. Yep. Yeah. But then again, it it Jeff Moss tweeted on his Twitter handle. Um, two hour, about two hours ago at Jeff Moss DSR. If you want some good news, this definitely clears the path for the return of Bald versus Evil. That's uh, Greg Hansen versus Jeff Moss. A home uh-huh. to be determined at a a home to a home to be determined at a later date. Well, good. So all hope is exactly lost. Right. And then yeah. uh, forty-seven minutes ago, Ryan Schuling. Tweeted after breaking news of the 105.1 flip, Jeff Moss DS, at Jeff Moss DSR joins me on Schuling at Schuling Report, mm-hmm. the Schuling Report on the Team 92.1 FM in Lansing, WQTX FM. Yes. But tomorrow to discuss ramification, to discuss the ramifications in Detroit and statewide. Mm. So everyone tune in tomorrow to the Team 92.1 FM. Now, your station is what again? Uh, 107.9? Yes, CDY 107.9. CDY, CDY. CD CD 107.9. Yes, C, yeah, 107.9 CDY. CDY, okay. Yeah, it, it, yeah, today, yeah, today was, today marked the uh, fifth year anniversary of me working there as a sports wow. reporter. Five years. Yep. And I just recently celebrated my third year with my local show. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we both have uh, made uh, milestones this year. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, three with this. I've gone national this year on two other shows, yours and Betty's. Did a few other ones uh, recently. Like, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm making my dream happen. Yeah, my boss at the station, Jen Jen Theodore, uh, one of the co-owners of the station, uh, had a, uh, and I, had had a text message conversation about uh, 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 a short text text message conversation about the uh, Detroit Sports 105.1 flip, mm. and let's see here. Well, we have actually two stations is in yep. our area. Okay. Um, one is um, uh, FAN. Um, that's uh, six. That's um, the fan, which is um, FM one one point nine and sixty six AM, mm. and we have ESPN Radio uh, ninety eight point seven. Wow. Yeah, but I think uh, ESPN Radio is um, I think uh, beating up on um, FAN, even though FAN has been 
has been with us now for almost 30 years. Wow. And that was and that was a switchover from actually an oldie station that was on the AM dial. Wow. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. You know, actually no first actually it replaced a country station. Ouch. Yeah. There were there were some tears in those beers that day. Oh. Yep. Yeah, it was a uh, it was I'll, first I'll on get- t- I was gonna, I was gonna tell you about my uh, conversation with with uh, Jen Theodore, the owner of the of the Cadillac State n- new number one hit music station. Uh, I I texted her uh, today at 7:08 p.m. Interesting radio news in the greater Detroit area. 105.1 just flipped formats from sports to oldies because of the ratings. And she said, "Yeah, that's what. Yes, that's what happens. And if you were working there, you would you would have lost your job today, not because you're." Not because of your performance, but just because the format flipped. Radio right. is a radio is a tough business to be in. True, that I said true. Luckily, I created my own podcast online, and then, and then, and then she said, find a sponsor for it so you can pay yourself. And I said I could. That's a heck of an idea. Mm-hmm. I need tips on how to get get a sponsor for my own podcast, please. And she said, well, create a sheet with an. E- with uh, with information about the podcast, how can people find it, how often it's been seen or heard, and then assign a cost of uh, how many dollars per month or per week. I said, okay. You mean just write it write it all down on a blank sheet of paper? That that was that was uh, that's been in the, that's been it thus far. Yes. Yep. So yeah. I, I guess I do have to write it down. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to wing it. Sometimes that's um, the best way to do it. Uh-huh. I, I would, uh, I would, I would, I would actually ask, um, a place, a big place, like Buffalo Wild Wings or Grand Traverse Pie Company hmm. in Lansing, Um, how much are they willing to pay me? Yeah. And and then that would be... And, and then um, I would go ahead and do an advertisement read on them or, or a sponsor read on on the air. Yeah, that's a good idea. But um, back to the 1051 flip story here. Jeff Moss was the first to... Uh, pounce on that on that story before Tony Paul and JTSC said man Tony Paul really did Moss dirty today I guess and I said I guess so Jeff, Jeff Moss headline, wrote an article that headlined breaking news 
Detroit Sports 105.1, flipping at 6 p.m. tonight. Yeah. And then um, let's see here. Um, Tony Paul followed up on Twitter and says source 105.1 maybe. 105.1 is uh, flipping formats, and he tweeted more than, and, and then he tweeted that, uh, that oh, he kept tweeting and, and said, and it was, and it seems to, that it's, that it's changed to all these. Tony Paul wrote a source of, about it from the Detroit News and had an argument with Jeff Moss. And we knew this was we knew what this was about. And then, uh, yeah, Moss spent Moss spoon fed Tony all the info, and Moss had the right to be really pissed off. And and then uh, Jeff Moss at just a little bit after 10 p.m. before before I started this, before I started episode 70 here wrote an article about 1051's obituary It compared he compared 1051 to uh, 971, the ticket WXYTFN HD1 Detroit, a division of CBS Local Detroit. Mm-hmm. Jeff Moss uh, said, like he said many times before, 971 is is not is really not a sports station. Really. Oh. Well, like it, a, it, it tries to be, but uh, it has awful shows such as Carson Anderson, who uh, who ask um, people uh, people about things that have nothing to do with sports mm. that are actually uh, just stupid, really stupid. Yeah, we have a few things like that too. That's that's. Uh, that's more color driven and and uh and uh, it 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 just pisses it just pisses more people off yeah um there there's another there's another talk show in the early mornings from six to ten before Carson Anderson from ten to two six to uh the 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 six to ten show is uh, stony and bill michael stone and bill Bill McAllister. Michael Stone knows a lot about sports. Bill McAllister knows nothing about sports. And uh, uh, Sarah, what's her last name? 
forgot it, but but uh, both Sarah and Bill really polluted the entire thing and talk about other entertainment like uh, such as uh, uh, Bruno Mars, Taylor Swift, and uh, really did other things that pissed pissed uh, that uh, pissed everybody off, such as uh, m- mimicking and uh, degrading uh, former Red Wing goaltender Dominic Hasek, and then uh, Jamie Samuel, and then uh, Jamie and Wojo from six to nine p.m. Except when the, the Tigers and Red Wings are on, uh, are, are playing. Those are two of the, those are the only two teams that uh, 97 won the ticket airs in terms of game day coverage. Not much of a sports station. No. Jamie, Jamie and Wojo talk about other things and, uh, and delusional stuff. Uh, but uh, from two to six, Valenti, Mike Valenti and Terry Foster uh, run a show called Valenti and Foster. But um, they they talk about net more national sports than Detroit sports. Hmm. Well, well, sometimes they jump on on Detroit sports, but um, Mike Valenti is actually a, a truthful guy. He was signed to a uh, CBS Detroit actually uh, signed him to a ten-year CBS Detroit in '97 won the ticket signed Villani to a ten-year extension to stay with them as a talk show host. Whereas, uh, where's that other guy, Terry Foster? Mm-hmm. Can't pronounce. Can't even spell. And uh, can't use proper grammar. And he's actually a journalist. That's a journalist. He wants, he, um, uh, from the uh, Detroit News, uh, he also uh, was a, a was a restaurant, uh, an owner of four restaurants that uh, he actually miserably failed to uh, keep. A journalist that can't spell. Hmm. Yeah. He graduated from Central Michigan University. And and that's a disgrace. Yeah. Not even worthy of his degree. I know. But um, I, I, I think, I think if Detroit Sports 105.1 would have been saved, Michael Lenny would have uh, joined. If every, if everyone that was working at 105.1 was fired, then Michael Lenny would would jump on board. If if 105.1 had a better program director, yeah. Because that's what can ruin the station. Then, then, 
Yeah, that, then then real sports, real Michigan sports talk would would come out, especially the the major Detroit sports teams or talk thereof. Would 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 be spewed out more than anything else. Then Mike Valeni would jump on board. So will Jeff Moss and Greg Hansen, and even Ryan Schuling, who still uh, runs his own show, the Schuling Report on the Team 92 on FM, WQTX in Lansing, every weekday from one to one to three p.m. But um, there could be more. I would imagine so. Yeah, and um, it, even I would, even I would, uh, even I would have joined in on all the fun. And, yeah. And, and 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 yet still, there's still hope. But like you pointed out, it could get worse. But then again, Jeff Moss uh, has more plans. Like he said on Twitter at Jeff Moss DSR. So we, at least I, maybe we have have to keep our eyes open for things like that. Mm-hmm. So the Red Wings are not getting Stephen Stamkos. He is uh, re-signing with the Tampa Bay Lightning to an eight-year deal. So uh, the Red Wings actually struck out, and then a couple trade, couple trade, couple trades in the NHL that Ken Red Wings general manager Ken Holland was missing out on. The Edmonton Oilers have traded uh, forward Taylor Hall to the New Jersey Devils for defenseman Adam Larson, and then the Cana- the Montreal Canadiens have traded. Defenseman P.K. Subban to the Nashville Predators for defenseman Shea Weber. Those were so damn big. I know. What plans do you think Moss has. He'll tell you in due time. Jen Theodore just texted me. Probably should type it. I'm going to type good idea. Maybe ask someone or a company how much they are willing to afford to pay for a sponsorship? Question mark. I'm asking, uh, then JTSC3258 says, I'm asking you your opinion of what it will, it will be. Well, I, I'm He's uh, well, I, well, well. Of course, uh, Jeff Moss is uh, 
trying to bring back Bald versus Evil. He's also uh, he's also thinking about um, bringing even even uh, Ryan Schuling to the Detroit area, uh, to to the to Greater Media Detroit. Maybe uh, Brian Kavanaugh and Mahir Bahatnagar. Even uh, Jasper Apollonia. And uh, even though uh, Justin Spiro was uh, fired from the DSR, Moss and Spiro uh, have have been, a, have been uh, cooling down with each other a bit. They've 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 had they've they've had at least a couple agreements. And and maybe uh Justin Spiro might get on board here. But uh of course I want him. But um, I think I think that's about all the uh, NHL news that I've heard thus far. So um, I am tr- I am trying to uh, get Leslie on here. Yep, you're welcome. I'm guessing Moss is going to do a daily show. Hmm. Yeah, that that would be even better than than weekly. Yeah. Yeah, because he does. He did. He he. Uh, he airs the Detroit Sports Rack podcast on Podcast Detroit every Tuesday, every Tuesday from five to seven p.m. Hmm. Then JTSC said, or at least three days a week, do a show or a podcast. Uh, that's still better, but not as good as a daily show. Right. Yeah, I think Moss should do a daily show because. Um, So, so JTSC says, 
fight. So my guess is he plans, he talked about, is that what he wants to do, a daily show? Well, he didn't say yet, but uh, it, it, that's, a hell of an, that's a hell of a good idea. And, and show he can get good ratings and try and parlay that into a real radio show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is a definitely excellent idea. So it's 11.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I think uh, I think I'll let you uh, run through the MLB scores and standings. All right. I certainly will do that. All right. Let's start off. Let's start off with the scores here, and here we go. In the top of the ninth, the White Sox are leading 9-2. Bases loaded and two out, and poof. Or at least it is pitching. A batting, rather. Okay, uh, in the bottom of the eighth, the Royals are up on the Cardinals, one nothing, uh, one on, nobody out. Chris Scotty is up at first. In the bottom of the top of the fourth, the Athletics are leading the Giants three nothing. Uh, Buster is up at bat. Top of the fourth. The Pirates are up on the Mariners 3 nothing, uh, No out and a runner on second with Rodriguez at bat. Final scores. Say the Rays over the Red Sox 4 nothing, Good. Uh, Cubs pound the Reds 9-2. After going 15 innings last night, 7-2. That's kind of weird. Tigers uh, over the Marlins, uh, Marlins 10-3. The Rocky, the Blue Jays over the Rockies, five to three. And last night, you should have seen how the rain was in that game. My goodness, Noah had to call for his ark. Astros over the Angels, ten to four. The Orioles double up on the Padres, twelve to six. The Phillies over the Diamondbacks, nine to eight in ten innings. Uh, the Nationals over the Mets, four to two. The Mets have now, I think, lost. Uh, Oh no, they won't. They, I think they won Monday night, but they're still, they're still mm, trying to split a bit. Now get this: Yankees won nine to seven. They were down seven to four in the ninth inning. But if you, if you'll bear with me, I have a box score here that you guys, you gotta hear to believe. We're in. It's seven to four in the ninth inning. McCain scored a. Homer to right field, Ellsbury and Garner scored. Then after that, Didi DeGorius, Homer to right, and Castro scored on a walk-off home run. So they tie the game with a home run, and they win the game with a home run the same inning. And probably the comeback of the year, and that's just what this team may need. Like Yogi said, it ain't over what's over. Okay, uh, continuing on here. The second here. Ah. All right. And back we go. All right, okay. Uh, we go here. The Indians over the Braves, three to nothing. And they won the, 12 in a row. 
They've won 12 in a row. 12? Wow. Yeah, 12 in a row. Those are Miranda McCoy's Indians. Oh, yeah. And Betty Cantley, too. And the Brewers shut out the Dodgers 7-0. to zip. All right, so now we go to the standings. In the American League East, the Orioles are now 47 and 30. The Red Sox are now five and a half back at 42 and 36. Man, it was a lot closer 10 days ago. The Blue Jays are 43 and 37. The Yankees are still below 500 at 38 and 39. And the Rays are 33 and 44. The Central. The Indians, 47 and 30. The Royals, 40 and 36. The Tigers, 40 and 38. The Red Sox, uh, White Sox, 40, uh, 38 and 39. And the Twins, well, they're still at the bottom of the basement at 25 and 51. The West, Tiger, uh, Rangers keep on rolling, 51-28, despite tonight's unbelievable loss. The Astros are 42 and 37. Mariners are 39 and 38. The Athletics are 34 and 43, and the Angels are a sinking ship at 32 and 47. To the National League we go. The Nationals are 47 and 32. The Marlins are 41 and 37. Mets are 40 and 37, and now six games back. Phillies are struggling at 35 and 45, and the Braves are still in still in the basement at 26 and 52. To the Central, I'm still going rolling along at 51 and 26. The Cardinals are way back at 40 and 36. The Pirates are 37 and 41. The Brewers are 35 42, and the Cincinnati Reds are. At Disappointing, 29 and 50. To the West, Giants are 49 and 30. Dodgers are 43 and 37. The Rockies are 31 and 37 and 41. The Diamondbacks are 36 and 45, and the Padres are 33 and 46. Uh, got some Olympic news here. Michael Phelps won his 200 meter relay. And that qualifies him for his record-setting fifth Olympics uh, as the first American to do so. Uh, hurdler Lolo Jones withdraws from Rio almost after after having hip surgery in November. Sorry to hear about that. Uh, golfer Lee and Pace drops out drops out of Rio over guess what over the over the threat of the Zika virus. Um, I was hoping that we were going to have a winner tonight with the College World Series, but Game 3 has been postponed due to uh, some rain. So the championship game will be tomorrow night. Once again, of course, weather permitting, and it is winner take all. Uh, Any predictions on who is going to win that, do you think? Uh, uh, What game? Tomorrow night... um, for the College World Series, Arizona and Coastal Carolina. I'm not sure. I'll go with Arizona. 
right. Okay. Either and uh, okay, I got some more news here. The Blue Jackets signed Seth Jones with a six-year, thirty million dollar deal, which averages out to five point four million annually. Uh, Jason Sucker, I mean Zucker, uh, two years, uh, four million, preventing him from unrestricted free agency. And it said Gregorius hit the game-winning home run. Wow. Um, well, if there is such a thing as luck in sports, Andrew has a lot of it. Uh, he is the Colts quarterback, signed a six-year, $87 million deal with Indianapolis. Um, Stamkos signed an eight-year deal, um, but no details on how much that is worth. But as soon as we do, we'll let you know. Uh, now, here's something interesting. LeBron elects to opt out of a $23 million player option, which I think you have to be nuts to do. But says he has no intention of leaving the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, we'll, so um, that's, that's, that's kind of weird. Uh, Zach Greinke suffered a strained left oblique. The good news is that last night in that, the Diamondbacks won 4-3. Tim Duncan exercised his player option worth $5.6 million, but he's still undecided about where he's going to go with his future. Matt suffered a double whammy last night as pitchers Matt and Snydergaard both came down with elbows, elbow spurs, but expects to continue uh, playing. So it's obviously not that serious. Uh, Andy Murray advances in the next round of the of Wimbledon. The turn was was right called the tournament of the summer. And you handle all the rest of the hockey news, so uh, it's all yours. Just got uh, two more tweets from Jeff Moss DSR. People were being fired down the hall at 105.1 and they were playing It's a Wonderful Life to signify the format change. Who does that? People, mind you, who were told told the meeting was to dispel the rumors that the station was flipping formats, and I am the bad guy. (laughs) Yeah. For the record, I have heard of that station. Yep. Yeah. Well, I read websites on this on um, on radio sites, uh, RadioInsight.com, and you know the trade uh, the trade magazines, and you know I keep up what's going on with format switches and who got who got uh, fired, who got hired as a new program director and whatnot, and you know, so I've I've been following this story for a while. Yeah, and I heard like the last weeks, the last weeks, how they were thinking of pulling the plug on on the station. Yep. Yeah, so I have been keeping an eye on that. That's true. Yes. But does the other station get uh? I forget, does the other station get uh, good ratings, or uh, are they kind of mediocre? Uh, 97.1? Yes. It has, been, 
it's uh, it's been the number one uh, radio uh, sports radio station. Ah, let me let me look at the ratings in the city of Detroit at radio-online.com. Those Indians are dominating the the AL Central, by the way. Oh, yeah, I've heard of this site. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I I forgot it was still there. Oh, yeah, Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of it. to this site before. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to... Uh... Trying to edit my uh, my captions of every post on Facebook in every Facebook group here. Yeah, uh, what market is Detroit again? Uh, market? Yeah. Oh man, uh, what what do you mean? Uh, like. Um, I have it. Uh, I go by the uh, it goes by ranks and what market is in like uh, like uh, Chattanooga is 110, uh, Madison, Wisconsin is 100. Detroit is 12. 12. Number 12. Okay. WXYT is rated ranked number one in Detroit overall, not just in sports but on all formats. Must be doing something right. Yeah, they're at 7.3 right now. Yep. Uh, they they as as of May sixteenth. Yeah, way ahead way ahead of uh the last update was June eighth, two thousand sixteen. Today is June twenty ninth. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's a point ahead it's a point and a half over a classic rock station and a classic uh hit station. Yep. Mhm. So that's not that's not too shabby. Yep. Yeah. W- WMG CFM was uh, point nine at, on May six on May sixteenth, and now they'll get they'll get its final rating on June sixteenth as a sports station before uh, before it gets before August before August eighth when it's when it gets. Its first ratings as an oldie station on on, on July sixteenth. Oh point nine. Yeah, there's it's, another. It's, there's it's, another it's, one that's even worse. WMGC FM has been that way, mostly, for two years, for three years. Yeah, but I'm looking down this list, and there's two other sports stations that are even worse than that. Yep. W. WDFN and yes. WXYT AM twelve seventy. Loser. Mm-hmm. 
your right sandwich between a Canadian station, CKLW. That's in Canada. That's yeah. uh, in Ontario. I know. I flew. I flew over Detroit once on the way home from um, California, and I actually picked up a. I actually picked up the Canadian station. I thought I made a wrong turn for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm going oh, back. To, I'm going. I'm going to New Jersey. I'm like, we're in Canada. I'm like, okay. Wow. Yeah, but I figured. But I find, that's when I figured out. Oh, we can get stations up in Can. We can get stations in Canada over Detroit. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. All I can say is it felt weird. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that also happened tw- uh, when I flew back from Arizona once. Yeah, so I've actually I've actually flown over your area twice. Wow, yeah. But mm-hmm. you were young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were only about, about not even 10 years old yet. Yep. There are only four stations in the Detroit area. Three of them are are like rock bottom and one is at the very top. Right. Well, now, I, now we have, of course, stations of our own here, uh, which do carry sports, but there, ah, there is one that's in the top ten. It is WFAN, and that is that is in the top ten. And last check, it was at three point eight, and that's actually up three uh, three tenths of a point. Not bad. But when we look at down with the down the list here with ES uh, W um, there's another station W E P N. Uh, soft. It's like a 1.3. Not great, but that's also on the AM dial. And AM dial, um, their, their their frequency though is very very weak. At least when I tune in, the uh-huh. frequency is, is is weak. So that can also play a that can also play a factor in why no one knows it exists. The certificate AM also carries a lot more static. Mm-hmm. What well, does in my area? Yeah. So um, yeah. So we have one station that has decent ratings. Another needs work. For the record, I've been following radio ratings since I was about 12. Mm-hmm. Okay, here, I'm trying to make one more edit. Yeah. And Les- Leslie has joined us here. Wonderful. All right. Leslie, uh, welcome aboard. Uh, yeah, good, good evening, Taylor. Hey, uh... Tigers get swept by Cleveland after they swept Seattle, and then they easily sweep the Miami Marlins in a two-game series. And then, um, uh, then I then I hear uh, Detroit Sports 105.1 is flipping formats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just Sports a crazy. Holding. Yeah, just a crazy day all around. But uh, mm-hmm. let's start with the Tigers here, and then we'll talk about 105.1. Then Ken Holland, but. 
you know, this was an odd, interesting homestand, an odd homestand. But you know what? They swept the Mar- Mariners, got swept by the Indians, and then swept the Marlins. So, you know, you win some, you lose some in this homestand. And, you know, the important thing is they, they had a winning homestand. They went 6-3 and three in the homestand. And, uh, you know, it's it's a good, you know, uh, it's better than nothing, I believe. It's, it's a, you know, uh, yes, there's a point the Tigers got swept, but on the other, other hand, you could say the Tigers ran into a buzzsaw in the Indians, who, who just can't seem to lose ever since LeBron and the Cavaliers won a championship. So it could be the Tigers ran into a hot team at the wrong time. So, you know, it's a long season, and, um, but, you know, you can't be down on a weekend sweep. It's disappointing, but you know you got to focus on the task ahead. That's all the all you can do right now. And you know the Tigers had a winning homestand. Now they got to build on it by doing well on the eleven game road trip to finish the all to finish the first half of the season. Yeah, yeah, the. Yeah, the starting pitching uh, got smashed by the Indians' offense. They got they got drilled. They 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 just weren't pitching too well. Uh, Jordan Zimmerman and uh, Justin Verlander, my God, they 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 obviously got lit up for a total of fifteen runs allowed combined. Yeah, no, I watched. Yeah, I watched Friday night's game at a bar, and. Um, I was disgusted with the way Jordan Zimmerman pitched. He, he looked like he just didn't you know, want to be there. He, it was a gutless performance. Uh, he just had nothing, absolutely nothing. I'm not even sure why he lasted past the third inning because he was getting hit. I mean, if your story doesn't have it, he has got to be gone. It's simple as that. Uh, Zimmerman just had nothing in that game, nothing. Uh, and the Tigers couldn't hit Danny Salazar. And... As a result, they lost. It's uh, that I think the Friday night's game took the life out of the Tigers right away. You just knew it was over. You just knew the Indians were going to sweep the Tigers because there's no way Anibal Sanchez is going to stop the hot Indians team, and he didn't. So, and then um, give him know, four runs. Yeah, he was terrible too, and Rolander was not good either. Yeah, uh, uh, it was a it was a tough weekend to watch. Friday night really was the worst. It set the tone to a horrible weekend, and whatever happened Friday set the tone for a sweep, in my opinion, Taylor. This was just bad. Seeing Jordan Zimmerman just had nothing. It was tough watching at a sports bar, and, uh, you know, all I can do is just roll my eyes. I mean, and let me tell you something. I want to leave the sports bar in the fourth inning, but I managed to stay till the eighth inning. But, you know, it's, it's discouraging when the game is over in the fourth inning and you're stuck eating zingers and french fries. Uh, while the game is already over. It sucked. And uh, Friday night really set the tone. Yeah, and then Sunday afternoon, uh, Justin Verlander gave up up eight runs. Uh, He he was terrible, too. Yep. I think, you know, like I said, Taylor, the Tigers ran into a bus, so they ran into a hot team at the wrong time. And... uh, you know, it, it just wasn't the Tigers' weekend. Uh, Friday took right. the life of the team, and Saturday was just depressing. It was so depressing I went to sleep. I didn't watch the entire game anymore. And then uh, Sunday, oh. I didn't watch the game. But there was no reason to watch the game Sunday. You just knew what the Tigers were going to swept. Yeah. 
But but that was the reason why Anibal Sanchez was sent back to the bullpen uh, after after that after that uh, series in Cleveland uh, mm-hmm. uh, in Detroit against against Cleveland um, before they started Tuesday's Tuesday's night game against the Miami Marlins and uh, Mike Pelfrey started on the mound. He gave up only four runs but gave up twelve hits as a starter. In, in five and five and change innings. Yeah, you know, there's no realistic option to replace Pelfrey. The Tigers tried it with Anibal Sanchez, and that was a failure. Matt Boyd stinks, and he was terrible in his outing for the Toledo Mudhens. So, this is where the Tigers are. They're starting with teachers, just a question mark. You know, you can trust Rolander, you can trust Zimmerman, you can trust uh, Fulmer, but then after that, it's Slim Pickens. Daniel Norris did fine today, but he just, he has a lot of work to do. So it's you know this rotation just not good enough. It's not like Cleveland's rotation. You know what the Indians' rotation remind me of? Those Tigers playoff teams under Leland. They had those great starters then, and like the Tigers used to have. This rotation is basically a hogwash rotation. It's really nothing. There is one option that that could that one uh, drastic option that um, could that the Tigers that the Tigers have that is uh, trading for a, for a better fifth starter than Mike Pelfrey, and and then sending sending Mike Pelfrey to the bullpen with Anibal Sanchez. Uh, I, I'm thinking Rich Hill from the from the Oakland Athletics. He is a hot pitcher. Yeah, but the A's are going to want a lot for him, I think. They're going to want something. I can't – and, you know, A's are playing a little bit better, too. You know, so I don't know. I mean, the market for starting pitching is just not good right now. None of them are available. It really isn't. Um, You know, and there are many teams contending for the wild card, so that's going to be tough for the Tigers to make a trade. There's something to be said about developing your pitcher from the farm system, and – you know, Tigers are going through it with Fulmer Norris, and they tried with Matt Boyd. So, what you see is what you get from this rotation, Taylor. This is what the Tigers are. Well, uh, uh, in other words, uh, you're saying that you agree. Yeah, I mean, where are the Tigers coming? Where are the Tigers going to come up with a starter? That's the disappointing part. Where? It's just not happening. Now, I would love to have Mitchell, but it's—I just don't know if the Tigers they, are going to get stopped as starter. Then they would have to designate uh, Andrew Romine for assignment, maybe even even put him on waivers, and then wait for him to clear waivers and then unconditionally release him. Uh, yeah. To free up free up some cap space. Yeah. And it's it's it's, it's uh, so well, many options. Romine, Romine can't hit. He can't even get get on base much either. Hey, he stinks. There's nothing yep. to say. Yep. So they're in Tampa uh, tomorrow for four. Jordan Zimmerman is back on the hill tomorrow at seven ten, and then Michael Fulmer Friday at seven ten. Then then um, Justin Verlander on Saturday at four ten, and then. Then Mike Pelfrey against Chris Archer on Sunday at one ten. Saturday's game is at four ten, but 
but uh, going to Sunday's matchup, Michael Fulmer and Chris Archer have gotten have gotten the help beat out of, have both got the help beat out of out of them lately. Pelfrey uh, giving up 12 hits. I, I, uh, that th- that shows no signs of improvement, even though he gave up just four runs compared to the six that he gave up. He wasn't good Tuesday last, night. Last Taylor. week, last week, last week on last week Monday. Yeah, but Pelfrey wasn't good at all against the Marlins. Let's be honest; he was all right. But you know, unfortunately, Adam Conley, unfortunately for the Marlins, Adam Conley stunk too. So, well, giving just, giving up. Giving up 12 runs is not all right. No, it's you, not. You can't it's, pitch like that. No, he's, you know, you know th- this is the problem. You, you can't expect much out of Mike Pelsey. You just can't. It's just, it's not a good situation. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, Mike did all right on Tuesday night, but I, I don't trust him. I just flat out, I dread when he pitches. I hate watching him pitch, too. Thank God I'm not going to watch him pitch Sunday, so... And I'll tell you what, this is a big start for Jordan Zimmerman because he hasn't been that good since coming back from the disabled list. He's been all right, but, you know, that start against the Indians was just discouraging. It was tough to watch. It just looked like he was beaten down. I didn't see any com- com- I did not see any competition from him. I just did not see it. And that was uh, discouraging in itself. But we'll see how he does tomorrow night against the Rays because this is a big start for him because, if he doesn't get it together soon, you got to be concerned about him. Yeah, Jordan Zimmerman is tape, is uh, is battling against um, a last place Tampa Bay Rays team in the in the American League East. Uh, let me see here. Uh, regular season standings here. MLB.com. The Rays are 33 and 44, 14 games back of the first place Baltimore Orioles at 47 and 30. Yeah, they, they, they are seven. Yep, they are 17 and 21 at home, and 16 and 23 on the road. But the the their home and road road record are just about equally as bad. Yeah, the Rays just can't pitch this year, and the pitching has always been the strong point, but it hasn't happened for them this year. Hitting has been all right, but the Rays' foundation is based on pitching, and it hasn't happened. Archer's been terrible. Matt Moore's been okay. It's it's, it's not good right now. It's just been a tough time for the Rays. And injuries have not helped either. So, to me, the Tigers got to take three out of four. There's no excuse to take a split. You got to take two out of four against a bad team in the race. Yeah, yeah, especially considering Mike Pelfrey is pitching on Sunday. He he might not. He might not. Chances are he might not get get a third get his third one of the season on that yeah. on that upcoming afternoon. I'm not counting on it. I mean, I just I never count on Mike Pelfrey at all because he's who he is a starter that will give you nothing. So. You know, if he gives you something, it's an accomplishment in itself. But forget it. He's not going to do anything. So, but Tigers got to win three in a row. It's not going to be easy winning three in a row against the Rays. And the Rays are a fine home team. I, actually, they're a terrible home team, but they always seem to play a little bit better at home. But, you know, Tigers got to find a way to win this series. I mean, you can't, because up to Tampa Bay, it's not going to be easy. Indians and then the Blue Jays. So, Tigers got to start up 
and a fine start by taking two out of four against the Rays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to build a momentum. you got to start having a run. You got, the Tigers haven't had a run yet. I mean, they had some modest winning streaks, but you need to have a run like the Indians are having now. That's the type of run the Tigers need to have. Because to me, they've been staying afloat all season long. At some point, you had to do something. you got to either you know, do something or get out the pot. It's just simple as that. And the next few weeks are going to define the Tigers. You can only get by being afloat forever. And we're in what, end of uh, June now? It's going to be July. And in July, you, uh, you see the pretenders separate from the contenders. And the Tigers right now are nothing more than a pretender right now. They got to show you they can be a contender. And they got the Indians next week. Then after the All Star break, they have a three game home stand against the, they got a three game home series against the Royals. So those are wins the Tigers need again. And they got to do better against the Indians and Royals. The Indians and Royals have outplayed the Tigers all season long. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So with so with all that in mind, um, let's talk about 105.1 flipping from sports talk to oldies. Jeff Moss was the first to pounce on that story and, and, yes. break, and break that news that there was a meeting going on. There was going to be a meeting going on at 6 p.m. that that um, everyone working at what was once Detroit Sports 105.1 was fired, not because of not because of their performance or what they did, because but because of the station flipping formats from sports to old to oldies music because of bad ratings. You know, I am not. I have no idea why one hundred five point one failed. I, I I don't understand because ninety seven point one stinks. Okay, there's nothing good about that station. For one hundred five point one to only get zero ratings, shame on the station. I mean, everybody did bad, and the program directors did absolutely nothing to improve the station. Dixon was over his head, and Dave Shore was just terrible and inept. So it's just tough, and it's uh, discouraging. See, here's the and real we- truth. See, here's the real truth about uh, 105.1's bad ratings. They can't. They they are try. They are not even. Try- they were not even trying to attract men at, uh, much. Yeah. If not, if not, not at all. Uh, they were they were trying to they were trying to attract more women to sports, which which definitely did not help much or at all for that matter. Yeah, most women don't want to hear sports. They don't listen to sports radio. It's always a men. Uh, sports radio is always catered to men, fair or not. I mean, when and, you listen, and their and their producer Tom Mazaway, he was he was uh, he was horrible. Uh, on the microphone, although uh, he, although although he was okay with the uh, the production, uh, the audio production of of the station and, and its programs. Yeah, yeah, he's just, he was also enough. I mean, everybody outside Sean Bolligan, everybody at that station was inept. Nobody was that good, and that's why the station failed. That's why. Go ahead. Yeah, that 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 also even includes Matt Derry. Yeah, well, he he's a shady character, and um, you know that comes up to hurt you in the end. 
that comes back to haunt you. And you hire yep. a guy like Drew Sharp, the plagiarist, yeah. you know, oh. you're just asking for trouble. I think yep. when Drew, when I think um, the final name of the coffin came when Drew Sharp was hired. When he got caught with plagiarism, the station was basically finished. Mm-hmm. And that's why he got fired at the end, too. Because you can only keep him so long. I mean, once you play Joy as a sports column, nobody's going to take you seriously anymore. The writer or the talker. Right. Um, there was a there was a third article that came up at about uh, about just a little after 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the it was about the obituary of Detroit Sports 105.1, that, that, there was, that the meeting was going on, and um, Brian Kavanaugh taped the uh, audio at about at about 6 p.m. when when um, when 105.1 uh, station flipped uh, formats. Uh, I want to I want to uh, Want to uh, play that real quick for you? Thank you. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, it's fitting how the station failed and how the station ended. And I, the only person I feel bad is Sean Balladin, but I don't, know, I don't feel bad for the guys that got laid out. They just didn't do a good job. And, you know, it's it's tough. You know, and it goes to show you the media business is not glamorous anymore. I mean, it comes down to the bottom line. And when you get laid off in the media, it's tough. And I got laid up in the media several times, so... It's not It's not easy. I feel their pain. I mean, working in the media is not what it used to be. It's all about saving costs. And, you know, 105.1 just did not make a profit. They just didn't get ratings. And it just wasn't good. It was a train wreck from the beginning. The station did not have a plan. That's what it came down to. They just did not know how to attract the Twitch fans. And it's disappointing. Yeah, it's just... Mm. It's just depressing and yeah, demoralizing. And it's, yeah. it's depressing for the fans because you, I love sports radio. And it, to me, sports radio is the heart of, of a sports town. It's, a heart, it's the heart of what the community is. And people listen to sports radio for entertainment. People listen to sports radio to rent. People use sports radio to, you know, to feel good about themselves. And uh, people use sports radio, you know, be entertained, and uh, when you got one sports station and uh, one sports station that failed, it's it's depressing. And I listened to ninety seven point one. That station stinks. They don't talk sports. Okay, no, they, they, just, they don't. Talk, they don't talk much sports at all. They they should ninety seven one should change their 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 format from sports talk to uh, enter, entertainment yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I listened to Jamie and Rojo this evening. And they're defending Ken Holland. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Stupid. Uh, they were just, uh, especially Jamie, he defended Ken Holland. And I, I couldn't believe it. And I just wanted to scream at work. But yeah, it's just too bad. And 97 point was any, it's not any better. And I did read what Jeff Moss wrote about uh, the 105.1 almost got the Tigers bid, but then Illich and company. Uh, begged 97.1 to uh, make a better bid, and 97.1 came true, and that was it for 105.1. And 97.1, you know, they'll never rip the Tigers. When had they ever rip the Tigers? So it's 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 a, it's a, it's a bad situation. It's a sad situation. Yeah, uh, and um, that's that, that's just this is this is all that 97 wants to. This is all the 97.1 feed, feeds, just incorrect information. Yeah. You know, I'm very fortunate to listen to WFAN that actually talks sports. Mm-hmm. Even though there's some talkies at WFAN that are also terrible. But uh, I do listen to maybe three uh, talkies at the station, and they do talk sports, and they're pretty good. But, you know, outside that's yep. also WFAN has become more of a guy talk station, too. Yes. But, but, you know, I'm very fortunate to listen to a station that talks sports. But, you know, let's face it, sports radio is going down the toilet. It's more about podcasts now more than anything now. Podcasts are more entertaining because, you know, people have the freedom to speak whatever they want. And they can use profanity. They can, you know, spew nonsense or whatever. Uh, Leslie, podcasts, yeah. what do you think of uh, 98.7 on ESPN radio? I, I think that station also stinks. They don't talk sports. <laughs> that's our original. Yeah, uh, that's that's our original one hundred five point one Taylor. 
Right. They don't talk sports. It's more of a national network. I mean, it's just more national sports. And plus, they had a producer. They had a producer that that was blaming rape victims earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hathaway. Yeah, that's a good way to uh, attract audience by acting stupid and making a stupid comment like that. That's really. I'm glad he. I'm glad. I'm glad Tom Mazzoli was fired from 105.1 in general. Oh yeah, he deserved it, and he, he was part of the problem. He wasn't making that station any better. No, he he was part of the problem actually, and he gets rewarded to do a talk show. Well, it's uh. Uh, you know, it's, it, this whole thing was a failure from the from the word go, and 105.1 deserved their fate. I mean, I feel bad for Sean Balligan again, but... Belegian. Belegian, yes, thank you very much. Uh, Belegian. Uh, I feel bad for Sean Belegian, but uh, other than that, I don't feel bad for any other workers at that station, because they weren't that good. Jeff Moss is at least trying to get Sean Belegian on uh, next Tuesday's... Uh installment of the DS of the Detroit Sports Rag podcast episode yeah. 37 coming up episode 36 is out on podcast Detroit right now on SoundCloud please listen to it uh, yeah, I, I shared it I shared it earlier on social media so yeah go on yeah hopefully Jeff will be I mean hopefully Sean will be on Jeff's podcast because I definitely like to hear what Sean has to say but not only just that but hopefully Sean will spill out the beans he should because you know the state fired him, so why he should be diplomatic? I don't know if he's going to spill the beans, but he should anyway. I would, but you know Sean and I are different people, so hopefully Sean will speak out. Yeah, uh, Jeff Moss and Tony Paul uh, had a bit of an argument about uh, breaking that that one hundred five one foot story. Jeff Moss uh, evidently. Uh, was the was the first person to break it out, and, th- and then Tony Paul uh, broke broke the story uh, uh, on the Detroit News. Uh. You know, it could be that both people got their sources. I mean, I maybe both are not wrong. Maybe both people got the sources at the same time. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I hope. I mean, I I, I really don't want to comment about the situation because it's not my place, but. I'm going to say this. Maybe both have the same sources. Maybe both got the information at the same time. Could it be? That's what I think anyway. Because I have a hard time believing Tony Paul would do this. I I just have a hard time believing that. I know Justin Spire mentioned this too, but... Spiro. Yeah, Justin Spiro, yeah. Sorry, Justin Spiro. I mean, he said the same thing. So I really don't know. I, I just don't even want to get into this because I don't know. Uh... I'm going to support both of them. I believe in both of them. I I'll say both got the same source at the right time. I definitely believe Jeff knows about this. I'll I'll side on Jeff on this one. There's no question. Yeah. But, you know, Tony Paul may not be wrong either. I I think both it comes down to maybe both have the same information. Could it be? I mean, well, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's another thing that we do know. The Pistons are staying on 105.1, whether it's Why? oldies or sports talk. Why? Why? I mean, yeah, uh, you know, it, I, I I don't get you. I, I think the Pistons need to go back to 97.1. I think they should go back to that station. That's just me. But, 
But either way, no matter, it's a sad day in Detroit. It's you know, when you have one radio station, it's not good, and ninety-seven point one is just not good. Right. Yeah, ninety-seven point one is not a good sports radio station. They don't really talk sports. Right now, the best talking to Detroit could be Ryan Schuling. Yeah, ninety-seven one is an absolute disgrace. Where is your honor? Yeah. Whereas the Team 92-1 is the man, baby. Yeah, that station's probably better than 97.1. At least 92.1 talks sports, and Ryan talks sports intelligently. Of course, you got Jeff yeah. Moss at that, yeah, on Ryan's show, so that helps, too. But, yeah. Yeah, and, and, Jeff Moss, and Jeff Moss is going to make a special appearance on the Schuling Report tomorrow. Oh, uh, tomorrow, a special edition of Mondays with Moss on a, on a Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Now, this is going to be a must-listen, because I still like to get uh, hear more about what happened down at Greater Media Detroit. Um, it, you know, But like I said, it's a sad day. There's no yeah. question about it. Because yep. I'm a sports radio junkie. I love sports radio. because I le- The thing I like about sports radio is I like to see the emotion of the fans. I like to hear what the fans are thinking. Not more than what the talkies are thinking, but more what the fans are thinking. And sometimes you like to get some insights with the talkies. Like, you want to remember... Uh, See what the talkies are thinking about, and see if they match what you're thinking about. So, so that's why I love sports radio, and maybe I'm spoiled because of WFAN because that that station's a very good sports station. Yes, it and, is. Um, it used to be anyway, but mm. uh, you know, when I was a kid growing up, the fan was just the best in New York for me. I love that station. They talk yeah. sports every time. Now it's just different now, but. I love sports radio, but unfortunately, sports radio is starting to be endangered species because I think people are more in tune with podcasts. And not only just that, but, you know, let's face it, you can't look at teams when they're on the flagship station. That's a tough situation. There's a reason why 97.1 don't look the Red Wings. There's a reason why the 97.1 don't look the Tigers. Yeah, yeah, it sucks donkey balls, as Jeff Moss would say. Yeah. And he said won the ticket. Yeah. Um let's uh let's uh let, let, let's put it this way. Um I'm I'm glad the guys at one oh five one got fired at, <laughs> at at the time the format flipped, but I'm but I but I'm also uh depressed that, that the format itself flipped by itself. From yeah. from sports talk to oldies, because now there used to be four sports talk stations, but now there are just three. With the other, with the other two, uh, rock bottom, CBS Radio 1270 WXYT AM and 11:30 AM WDFN. The only, the only talk show I can I can listen to on that station is is Shep in the Morning. Right, yeah, Shep does a fine job. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, true. Matt uh, Shepard, seven seven to ten AM. Oh yeah. He does a fine job. I know, he can be, I know sometimes he can be short with callers, but he generally does a fine job. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I talk to him on Twitter, and I, I enjoy his work on Fox Sports Detroit. Yeah, he's pretty good at what he does, and, and thankfully he's there. But again, it's not good. But ninety-seven point one is the only sports station people can listen to, but then you don't really get great opinions or insights. You know, when I listen to Roger and Jamie defend Ken Holland today. I literally wanted to scream at my office because there's no defending Ken Holland. We'll get to Ken Holland shortly, but 
There's no defending Ken Holland. I know Jamie likes to be rational, but how the hell can you defend Ken Holland? Um, there's no way in hell you can defend that that idiot Ken Holland. Yeah. So it's just it's just not a good situation. It's it's a sad day for the fans more than anything. Yeah, Jamie Jamie and Wojo are, are just a couple of gnomes who uh, are just fanboys. Yeah. At one time, Rojo used to be so critical. Now he just he just has mailed it in. A soft jelly roll. Yeah. Most of his columns oh. are just unreadable, too. It's just so vanilla. It's just so in between. You don't really get his opinion. I mean, he tells you everything that I already know. I like to see what he knows. That's the mark of a columnist. What he knows. I don't even know what I already know. I want to see what he thinks. He never does that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Wojo is getting old. I think, I think he should retire. I, I agree. And, uh, I think Wojo, the problem with Wojo, he's more about being a clown now. That's his thing. He just wants to be a clown. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, never, he's never serious about his job. He just likes to goof around, be funny, and that's, that's his shit now. The Rojo I I read in the 90s was great. He was a very good comics back then. But now, he just mailed it in, which is sad. JTSC uh, uh, commented, both both Moss and Tony Paul did not, they didn't both have, they both did not have sources or same one at the same time. Moss posted the text messages between he and Tony Paul between himself and Tony Paul, which showed Moss told told him it was happening, and Tony Paul told Moss that, that he didn't think it was. Ah, that's why Jeff got lost at dinner tonight, huh? Yep, yep. Oh, then that's a bad job. If Jeff showed the text to Tony, and then Tony oh. just not had the information and not credit Jeff, well, you know what? That's wrong then. Because Tony not, Paul didn't, because Tony Paul did not want that to happen personally. Yeah, well, he's no, it's not that. I I think Paul he's under orders not to uh, mention the choice sports right? But when somebody's giving you the information, you gotta give credit. Uh, I don't care what your boss tells you. I, I it's wrong. If Jeff showed the text to uh, Tony. And I, I, I'm going to believe Jeff in this. You know what? Then Tony's in the wrong. I, 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 uh, I, I, I don't mean any offense to Tony Paul, but I have to agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I, I, I know the Jeff was upset tonight, but I didn't want to get into it because until, you know, I really didn't want to get into it. But when somebody, when one of our Listeners just told us about it. Then I, I finally understood what was going on. And that's that's a bad job on Tony's part. Then, because if you got the information by a text of Jeff, and then you just don't even credit, and you start doing your your search on your own, that's not good. That that comes out really bad. Yeah. My guess is I think, not that I'm going to defend Tony. He, I, I can't defend him, but... I wonder if his boss told uh, uh, Tony not to credit the Detroit Sports Rag. To me, that's still wrong no matter what. 
So, uh, yep. Moss did get credit from uh, Dave Hogg at Star Eagle. Oh, there goes my fly swatter. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. Kyle Mikey and, and Justin Rogers, both from MLive, that they are beat writers of the Det- for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. So, yep, I got my fly swatter back. Just picking it up off the floor. <laughs> and there it goes. Uh, I got it back. Close. You know, I don't really want to get into it with Tony, but that's wrong. We, uh, that's the case. I mean, and I'm disappointed in him. Mm-hmm. Like, like they don't want to get involved in this, but this is a bad job on Tony's part. If you got the information from Jeff, and you, Jeff gives you the information, and then you start doing a search on your own and start trying to cover for yourself. That's that's a bad job. Even I would never do this stuff, crap. Um. So, then JTSC says, "Man, y'all are are sure hating on one of the most successful sports talk radio." And columnist in Detroit history, uh, that that which would be Tony Paul. Uh, yeah, I like Tony, top. but this this was bad. I mean, it, it's the truth. I mean, this is just right. bad. Right, we're just telling it? the yeah, the, yeah, we're just telling the truth, the Michigan sports truth. We're yeah. not hating at, We're not trying to hate on Tony Paul. We're we're, we're just telling the truth. JTSC uh, uh, says uh, continues on, which is a top ten market in the country. I think all as all aspiring journalists and sports radio professionals would give anything to have his success. Yes, Jeff Moss has all the right to the world to be pissed as hell. Exactly, TP, you're, you're exactly right. Tony had personal reasons for not wanting that to happen as he appeared yeah, I, and I co-hosted that, but, the show multiple times. Yeah, I get that. But, again, when Jeff was giving you the text information, then you start doing your search on your own. That's, that's petty. That's, that's just bad. Yep. Hopefully, hopefully that hopefully that mistake is is hopefully that mistake is not made again. Period. Yeah, it's it's really bush. I mean, when somebody gives you the information, and then you start doing a search on your own, it's it's uh, uh, it's disgusting. It really is. I would never do it. That's mm-hmm. just me. But yep, it just it sucks. Yep. I can understand why Jeff was upset. I don't blame him. And quite frankly, we feel a little bit betrayed, too, by the way. JTSC says, I love Tony Paul, but what he did today is complete BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who's arguing? Now, I'm yeah, not going to tell... I'm not going to get into it with Tony. Just don't, just don't ever argue with Jeff Moss. No, don't otherwise, cross otherwise, Jeff Moss will, like, snap right back. Don't cross him. Listen, I, there are things I'm, I'm going to agree to disagree with Jeff, and that's fine, but... You know, I'm not going to act stupid and start crossing him either. It's just, I mean, I believe in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? No, uh, yeah. It just sucks, but what are you going to do? Yep. Hopefully both will resolve this and then we'll move on. But this, this, this wasn't a good job by Tony. Right. Uh-huh. Um, I found some more articles here. Um, he's going to know. Uh, Billy Hamilton, uh, in a concussion protocol after inside the park home run, uh, when he was hit by a fly 
ball deflected off Adam Duvall's glove. Royals outfielder Lindsey Kane goes on the 15-day DL with a left hamstring straight while trying to beat out an infield hit. The AAA outfielder Brett Brett Elbeiner called to take his place. Bears lose uh, catcher Steve Clevenger to a broken hand on a foul ball. And Ortiz is going to skip the home run derby. Like, you know, this is the final year, and I I just think he wants to just concentrate on, you know, trying to make it to the playoffs without having to worry about home run derby and, you know. And uh, a couple more scores, a couple more scores here. Uh, right now in the top of the 11th, Royals and Cardinals tied at two after Kansas after tying up in the 10th inning. And the White Sox beat the Twins 9-6. to six, As the Twins just keep on sagging. They'll <laughs> get the number one pick this year. Now there's, a, now there's a sad statement with the Twins. That's a sad statement. Mm-hmm. Although Braves are not much better. Ugh. But the Twins are supposed to be much better. They have better talent than the Braves. And for them to yeah. be the worst team Then why are they showing it? Huh? And it's, okay. it's maddening. That's why they're the worst yeah. in baseball. They should be playing much better. Remember, they had a winning season last year. They almost yeah. won the wild card game instead of the second wild card, too. Right. So I'm surprised how bad they were. I mean, did Tory Hunter make that much of a difference? I find it hard to believe. Yes, Tory no. did good things, but, I mean, come on. No, no. Tory uh, Hunter uh, only wanted to bring uh, continuity to the to, to the Tigers. Uh, he wasn't smart, though. He wasn't. Yeah, he swung in every pitch. My gosh, he was a liability on offense. He was yeah. one of the worst offensive players for the Tigers. Was he, uh, was he uh, more of a free swinger than Brandon Inge used to be? Yeah, something like that, yeah. He, he was like that with the Twins, too. Wow. Oh, my God, yeah. He yeah. just looked, he was, he was a free singer. He's a free singer. Sometimes he acted like a child. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, yeah. he is who he is. Mm-hmm. But, but, but uh, JTSC was talking about, well, Joey said, um, um, J, J, and then JTSC says, I disagree. People should disagree with Moss when he's wrong or he's over the top. Yeah, that's, that, that's fair. That's fair, but I haven't found any reason for, Jeff, for me to disagree with Jeff. I really haven't. Right, because Ma, Moss is uh, pretty much pretty much uh, like 95 to 99% right. Yeah. I mean, there's some so, things I'm going to disagree yeah. with. JTSC does have a point. JTSC does have a point. There's some things I'm going to disagree with, Jeff. That's fine. But honestly, I just can't. uh, Half the time, he and I think alike, actually. Mm hmm. Now, now Jeff Moss uh, finds an article. 
finds a finds a video article from Deadspin. Um, headlining irate Detroit sports blogger, that is Jeff Moss, yells <laughs> while his dog sleeps and licks its own ass. Yeah. But, uh, Bruce. And you know what, uh, Till, let's talk about Ken Holland here. You know what, I know yeah, nothing about that. hockey. I absolutely know nothing about hockey. But, I'm going to say this. How in the world can you continue not to do nothing? How do you... Fiddle around. How do you just sit on your tums and do nothing? The Devils got Taylor Hall today. How come the Predators and Canadians made a trade? How did other teams are making moves and the Red Wings are just, you know, a step behind the wheel? Not to mention Steven Stamkos decided to stay in Tampa Bay and sign an eight-year sign an eight-year deal. An eight-year deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, you know what? To be honest with you, I had a hard time believing Stamkos was leaving Tampa Bay. I think he was happy there, the Lightning, or uh, contending for the Cup. I, I, I didn't know if he was going to stay, but again, it just seems like Holland is over his head as GM. He can't make trades. He can't talk to agents. He's just not getting it done. And this idea that he doesn't want to trade prospects, okay? Why aren't you calling prospects up then? Why are you still languishing in yeah. the final leagues? Freaking sucks. Yeah. Ken, so, yeah, uh, I think I think Ken Holland should be fired. He's been awful for years. He's been awful for five years. And at some point, things become stale. And the revenues have become stale. And part of the problem is Ken Holland. He has not made any good moves for a long time now. And, he, and he's also been dysfunctional. To, and he's also been dysfunctional about uh, the youth system. Uh, he was he was so dysfunctional about Anthony Matha, and, and 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 he said Anthony Matha is not an NHL player. Uh, who would uh, he said he said I mean who would want to bring him up? Yeah, well, uh, you know Ken Holland just always said there's a reason why uh, Babcock left. I think he probably knew. That Holland's overmatched as general manager. Why, why do you think Ken? Why do you think Babcock left? Man, Ken Holland's just—he's just clueless. He's been clueless for years now. Yep. I mean, you did absolutely nothing. You haven't made a trade in years. You just—you can't get a free agent to come play for the Red Wings. It, for whatever reason, he lost his magic. That's all there is to it. And his moves have been awful for a long, long time now. I, I want, yeah, I want John Tor, Tortorella to 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 be the head coach of the Red Wings. I know well, he's a Columbus. I, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But to me, things are not going to change unless you get a new GM. I mean, Jim Nill has done a better job in Dallas, and he was Ken Holland's oh, yeah. assistant, and all of Ken Holland's assistants done well elsewhere. So, how much credit has Ken Holland deserved? I know it's. Uh, I I think everybody. Uh, I think all. Uh, I think all all GMs in the National Hockey League have done a better job. Uh, well, almost all of them, but uh, they've they've done a better job than uh, Ken Holland has the, the past six years now. Yeah, and I I don't understand why Damian Vojo defending this guy, but it just goes to show you that uh, uh, the media in Detroit knows nothing about hockey. I mean, 
you get Greg Cooper and Helen St. James and Arthur Carr and Ted Coulson and then Rojo and Jamie and all these lapdogs defending Ken Holland, including Drew, Drew the plagiarist, and they go defend Ken Holland, it's just ridiculous. Because he's done nothing in the last few years to make me think he's a good GM. The next time the Red Wings do better is when Steve Eisenman comes home. That's the next time I'll be, take the Red Wings seriously because it's just not going to get better with Ken Holland. At some yeah. point, when, when is the end game with Ken Holland? Yeah, I, I yeah, Ken Holland does. Ken Holland has lost his has lost his soul. That that yeah. is it. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's face it. He hasn't been. You know, he's been only good because he had good front office folks, and he did well with Scotty Bowman, and inherited a great team. Now, you know, it's like the Emperor's clothes are naked. The Emperor's naked. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Emperor's lost his clothes. Yep. I mean, when the Devils are making a deal, that cannot be good. No, not, not you, for Detroit, no. You, you can't tell me you couldn't get Taylor Hall either? I mean, are you asleep in the wheel? Yeah, I, I think... I think Ken, I think Ken Holland is dead already, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, his career is. Or yeah, probably. Yeah, that that would be that that would sound more fair. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You make one mistake and it can ruin your whole your whole team. Then uh, Jeff Moss tweets, "I quit because because of that uh, because of because he found that dead spin article." Yeah. Yeah, he was being he was just being sarcastic. He was he was just kicking himself. Well, it's like what happened uh, this week, um, Mike. Um, well, I know, you know, talk, we'll talk here, but with uh, Messi, he misses the penalty shot, and he says he already wants to quit Argentina. And I think they were just out of frustration. Well, I I think so. I mean, sometimes we say things, you know, that we don't, you know, mean to really say. Right. You know, you get angry, sure, you know. Yeah, but uh, he, Jeff Moss uh, almost always has a point. Oh, of course. He gets he gets he gets everything from sources, and he and he pinpoints everything. Well, that's what you need to do. Uh-huh. You know what? The, the Red Wings are nothing more than an ordinary franchise now. I mean, I can't even take their playoff yeah. streak seriously. Uh, this, this is just a franchise that lost its way. It has what yeah. it has about the way in recent years. They're, they're a lot harder to root for nowadays uh, compared to uh, last, the last decade or so. Yeah, well, you know, if Scotty Bowman was here, you knew there was direction, there was leadership. You knew the franchise knew what they were doing. And this franchise was all about winning. Now, the Red Wings are no better than the Detroit Lions, really. <laughs> what I mean is the Wings are right. being mediocre. Exactly. Yeah, the, the Red Wings uh, still, have, still haven't changed. Yeah, at least with the Tigers, they're trying, even though... You know, there's some different results. At least the Tigers are the Pistons. And the Pistons are kind of yeah. I mean, they're more proactive. 
Well, they traded Tobias Harris back to Orlando today, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And now they get more uh, uh, salary cap boom. They get some more money. Maybe they can get a hope for it. We'll see. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Deadspin just made Jeff Moss's latest periscope national. Good for Jeff, but yeah, good for Jeff, you know. Yeah. I don't uh-huh. know if it's a good publicity, but you know, good for him. Mhm. Yeah. I mean Detroit used to be, you know, a booming town and you had winning teams except for the except for the Lions, but now they've all fallen short. Yeah. But yeah. at least the Tigers are start are making a it's little just progress. Tragic and depressing. Yeah. It hasn't, been, it hasn't been fun. Michigan State loses to Middle Tennessee State in the Sweet 16. No, the Tigers are stuck in quicksand. The Lions are perpetually losers. The Vikings are <laughs> mediocre. The Pistons are building. Well, 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 they made well, they made the playoffs for the yeah. first time in six years since 2009. Yeah, but, they, but they got to start seven. taking the next step. Seven, I mean, right, yeah, right. Not, but you got to take the next steps. Uh, yeah, making the playoffs was nice, but yeah. you got to do a little bit better. And uh, that's going to be the goal for Stan Van Gundy. I'm sure, listen, I think the Pistons will be, will be fine next year. But next year, they got to get past the first round. You know, it sounds like a lot of, it sounds like a lot of New York teams back in the 80s. Yeah, they um, were a good era. Yeah. Well, not for New York teams, except for the Mets. You know, but other than that, I mean, the the Yankees were the Yankees were were awful, except in '81. The Knicks were miserable. Well, you had the Islanders winning four cups. Ew. Rangers were Rangers were about you know average. The Nets were a joke. The and the. The Jets were, for the most part, uh, weak. Giants in the early '80s, you know, were were pretty bad. They didn't start getting really pouring on until the mid '80s. After that, then they um, kind of, you know, became what they became what they were, you know, throughout the '80s and early '90s as a as a powerhouse team. But um, for the most part, the 80s was not very kind to New York sports. No, well, at least they got the 90s. You know, 90s oh, yeah. Fine. The 90s was a lot better. Yeah. Now this deck has been all Boston. Yeah. Yeah, my ex-girlfriend should be very happy about that. Ugh. No, yeah. Yeah, because she yeah. lives from Boston. Mm-hmm. She lives right next to, she lives right across from Fenway. Ugh. Uh, and then Jeff Moss tweets, who gave Deadspin permission to show Marlowe licking his ass in the sanctity of his own home? P- no. Peter Thiel, Th- Peter I need your help. DM me. Peter Thiel, rather. Yeah, t- technology entrepreneur, investor, and philanthropist. And we'll see how this goes. But, you know, um, getting back to the Tigers here, um, you know, uh, let me talk about Danny Norris. You know what? I think he's going to be good. And here's why. He knows how to get out of jams. He has an out pitch. He grinds. 
you could see the potential. And he did good last year. Then when he homered against the Cubs, he got hurt. That wasted a year, really, for the most part. But here he is. Hopefully, he continue to finish strong and go from there. The one thing I want to see out of the Tigers this year is Fulmer continue to improve and Norris to blossom as a starter. I want to see Matt Boyd do well, too, but I think he's a lost cause. But what you saw with Daniel Norris today was impressive, I thought. And listen, he's a young starter. You've got to go through the growing pains. I mean... You know, the Indian starters, they went through growing pains at times, too. So that's part of baseball. you got to go through it. And as long as Daniel sure. Lewis makes improvements, continues to win, I'll take it. I, I was happy with the Daniel Lewis today. Uh, I agree here. Uh, Daniel Norris uh, uh, is, uh, is, is uh, pretty good. Not, not quite great, but... Uh, he, he's getting there. He's uh, he's trying to uh, redevelop from his, his uh, injury and his rehab. Um, I, I think I think uh, he'll succeed in doing so. Uh, I think he'll uh, help this pitching staff get better as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's going to be fine. Uh, like I said, this is not Matt Boyd because Matt Boyd never had an out pitch. Once he stunk. That was it for him. But Daniel Norris, you know he'll get out of it. And you saw that today, and you saw it in his first start of the season. Um, he, he, he can do good. Uh, uh, there's a reason why he was highly touted for the Blue Jays. So I'm sure that he'll be fine with the Tigers. You just got to be patient. I mean, patience is part of being a baseball fan, whether you like it or not. Uh, I, I mean, I would love to see players um, develop very quickly, but the harsh reality is they're going to go through growing pain. Like, the, you know that kid, uh, Kristen Stewart, who's hitting the ball well in Lakeland? He's going to be in the Futures game? Mm-hmm. Well, if he gets called up, you know what? you got to give him 300 at-bats for him to prove himself. Now, and it's, not mm-hmm. gonna be, it's not going to be easy. I mean, uh, this isn't going to be Mike Trout 2.0. I mean, Christian Stewart's going to have his rough times. I'm sure he'll have his fine times, too, but you've got to be patient, and you've got to deal with the ugly times with young players. You know, guys like mm-hmm. Bill like Burroughs, Christian Stewart, you know, and uh, Hill, Derek Hill, they're going to have their rough moments when they get up to the big leagues. Not many players are going to turn out like Miguel Cabrera or Mike Trout right away. That, that's the reality of baseball. It has to be patient. I think sometimes patience can be good when it comes to development. And, you know, the Tigers are in an interesting position. They're trying to win, but they're also trying to rebuild at the same time. And that's not easy. No, it's not. Um, I am watching the replay of the uh, Tigers-Marlins series finale. Nice. Uh, yep, good game today, Yep, on Fox Sports Detroit. I just tuned into the bottom of the first just in time to see Cabrera get hit by the pitch to load the bases for with nobody out for Victor Martinez. Uh, man, the Marlins stink. Yeah, yeah. Tigers uh, really got by them today, ten to three. Again, the final score. This is the this is episode seventy, of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition. My podcasts on both Talk Show and Spreaker. 
are uh, are looking for sponsors. But but uh, I will uh, do that sometime soon. Not right now, but but uh, soon. I'm I'm thinking uh, Buffalo Wild Wings as a national sponsor, or Grand Traverse Pie, or Grand Traverse Pie Company in Lansing as a state as a state sponsor. Yeah, well, hopefully you get it. We'll see what happens. I got a note here. Or the, or the uh, Stan Bernstein Law Firm. Yeah, but you or a big boy. Yeah. Big well, well, good luck. Let's, let's see if we can shoot for Some the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, you know, going back to Daniel Morris, he did a good job overall. He got a lot of strikeouts, and hopefully he'll continue to improve. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot to like about the Tigers' win today. Home runs, good hitting. Everything was good today, and... You know, when Justin Upton had a good day, you know the Tigers are living right. And and that was a good win. And to to finish up the homestand by sweeping the Marlins, uh, it's encouraging heading to 11-game road trip. The one thing I want to see about the Tigers this year, I want them to give me a reason to watch the entire season. Because I didn't watch the Tigers up to August. Because they were boring, they were irrelevant. They, they just were losing games. I don't want to see that happen. I don't know if the Tigers are a playoff team, but I certainly want them to be watchable the entire season. Mm-hmm. And that's all I want. Be a, be a team that's respectful. Be a team that's going to be relevant. Be a team that has a chance to make the playoffs. That's what I want to see this year. Because last year yep. was just tough to watch. Last year was horrible. Yeah. I just don't want to watch it again. Um, the Tigers missed the players, all right, but at least be watchable this year. Like, you know, there's a reason to watch the 11-game road trip, and I want to watch the Tigers when they come from the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I would I would like for the Red Wings to miss the playoffs this upcoming season on their last season ever at mm-hmm. Joe Louis Arena. That would be hilarious. Well, not only that, it would wake everybody. It would wake everybody up. It would end the playoff streak. It would wake everybody up, and and uh, and um, and and uh, realize that their playoff streak is over, and uh, and they'll be in shock. What happened? And and they and then they'll they'll be like, the Red Wings need to make some changes if they want to get back into the playoffs. Like yeah. I'm thinking, major changes here. Yeah, they got to fire Ken Holland. And that's, that's, that's mm-hmm. the next time they the first order of the, the first order of business. Yes, they got to bring Eisenman home. That's the bottom line for me. Bring him home because um, that's the only way the Red Wings will get better because this franchise oh, yeah. is just out of control. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what day are you on again? Uh, Thursday or Friday? Me? Yeah, Thursday, yeah. tomorrow night's fine. Yep. All right. Uh, I got one note. I got one note here for you. The rescheduled game, Game Three, will be tomorrow at one o'clock between Arizona and Coastal Carolina. Yeah, all right. Cool. Yeah, there you go. Winner take all. One yeah, o'clock. Yes. Yeah, that's the be, 
Yeah, it's going to be tomorrow. I cannot be Friday because I'll be at City Field to be watch the Cubs and Mets Friday night. <laughs> All right, so uh, you're on tomorrow, but you're not on Friday night. No, I, I'll be on Saturday, too. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, please try not to forget. No, no, I won't. I'll, I'll come. I'll, I'll, I'm going to call right after I come from the sports bar. I'll call in. Yeah, make a note of it. Yep. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. All right, Taylor. Have a good night. All right, good talk. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. Huh. Good night, Taylor. Good talk. Yep. Remember, I'll be calling for myself on Friday and Saturday, uh, Taylor. So. Um, yep. Definitely. You have yep. Number? Yeah. You remember the number, right? Yep. The number. Yep. Thank God. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Yep. Absolutely. See you later. See you. And for Leslie Montero and Louis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. Uh, thank, also, thanks to JTSC3258 uh, for chiming in in the chat window. Thanks for logging in. And as because as always, everyone must log in to allow uh, to be allowed to chat and talk. I'm Taylor Phillips. Uh, this has been episode 70 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on Talk Show. I will I'll talk to you guys. Again, tomorrow night at 10.30, GTFN, ta-ta for now, or or 10.30 or later. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.